Welcome to PyPod Chronicles, a series that brings our tech blog to life in a whole new way. Covering an array of topics surrounding Python and tech, from programming tips, best practices, and so much more. Let's get immersed in Python with the Nerd Nook on the go. In week two, you are going to focus on one of the most crucial aspects of programming, and that's repeating code with loops. Welcome back, guys, for another episode of PyPod Chronicles. In last week's episode, I dove into the first week of learning Python and what you need to do to master the fundamentals. In this episode, we are going to continue on that journey of mastering the fundamentals, and you're going to learn all about the two types of loops we have in Python. Here we are in episode 20, and I gave this one a name of, well, efficient code repetition with the power of loops. I can't believe I'm in episode 20 already. Before I dive in for today's episode, guys, the link in the description, head on down there. I have a handcrafted Python guide I've made for my listeners, absolutely free. It's the first link in the description. Head on down, grab yourself a copy that you can use through your programming journey. In today's episode, you're going to explore the various types of loops in Python, comprehend their significance, all while illustrating, or I guess dreaming, because we're doing a podcast, about their usage through examples. This is the next step in your journey to mastering the Python fundamentals. Are you ready? Because I am. Now, we really have two types of loops in Python. We have the for loop and the while loop. Each serve a distinct purpose and it caters to various scenarios we encounter while programming. But they're both incredibly powerful and they have a lot of use cases. But for now, let's just introduce you to these basic concepts because everything you learned in the first week of Python, we are going to use here and expand on all while learning new ideas and concepts. Let me first talk about the for loop. Now, the for loop is used to iterate through something. It's a core construct in a programming language, and it helps facilitate the repetition of instructions a number of times. And that number of times could be like the length of a string. For example, if I take the word code, C-O-D-E, that's four letters, and I make a for loop to go through my string code, my loop is going to repeat four times because the length of my string is four letters. That's why the for loop becomes so powerful. This type of loop is great because it's so versatile, and it's often used when we have a collection of items, so more specifically a data structure a list or a dictionary, we can go through a data structure and check for something within that. The syntax for a for loop in Python is quite straightforward. It really has three main components. We need to initialize the for loop. And this is where you define a variable that will take on each value within the collection you're searching through. This variable is commonly referred to as an element in the for loop. So for example, you will probably see a for loop for i in range or for i in my list. i is the element. It's a variable that represents each value within the for loop. And you can use it within the for loop as well as a variable. Next up, we have a collection. And a collection is really what you're iterating through. This is your sequence. It can be any iterable type of data. So a list, a tuple, a string 
a range, or any other iterable object. And finally, you have the loop body, and this is the block of code that's going to execute for each element within that collection. Right? So if you have five elements in a list, your loop is going to repeat five times on each of those elements. The loop body is what executes. For loops offer a few advantages, right? This makes them a great choice for repeating tasks. First, their simplicity and readability. That's great. Next, their reduced redundancy. Like when you need to perform a same operation on each element in a collection, the loop is the fastest way to do it. And then lastly, for loops are especially useful when you know the exact number of times you want to perform a task. If you don't know, that's probably the while loop which I'm about to get into. Let's just visualize. To better illustrate this, close your eyes. Sweet dream. I'm gonna calculate the sum of a list of numbers. To do this, let's say I have a list, ages equals list, and there's six numbers inside. Then I have a variable called uh, list sum, and I set the initial value to zero. I have two variables, one's a list, one's a value of zero. Then I make a for loop, and I say for age in ages. That literally translates to for every age in my list named ages. Every time my loop runs, I take my sum age and I add my element, which is age. This is just adding each of those numbers in my list to my counter variable I created. Finally, I could create a variable outside my loop like average. Average equals my variable divided by the length of ages. And that's a super easy way to calculate the average of a list. And finally, you could nest a for loop. Now, nesting is literally when you put something inside of something else. This is particularly useful when dealing with multidimensional data structures or when you need to apply certain operations on each combination of elements from two or more collections. You'll look at nesting as you dive deeper into Python, but simply put, it's when you put something inside of something else. <laughs> All right, great. So I've just talked to you guys about the for loop. Next up, we have the while loop. Now the while loop executes based on a condition. I want you to think back to last week, your first week of Python. You learned conditional statements. Conditional statements is literally, if something is true, do this. Well, the while loop is like, while this is true, continue to do this. And while loops are another crucial type of loop in Python. It allows a block of code to execute repeatedly as long as that condition remains true. While loops provide more flexibility by allowing you to repeat code until a certain condition is no longer met. This makes them an essential tool in your programming tool belt. That's why they are in week two of your programming journey. Now let's take a look at the structure of a while loop. Just like the for loop, it's relatively simple. The first thing we have is the condition. The loop begins by evaluating a specific condition. If the condition is true, the loop's body will execute. If false, the loop will terminate or break. And the loop body is just what we put inside the while loop. You need a way to stop the while loop. So for example, if you have an input like uh, age equals input, you could say while age is not equal to three, run. Well, you need a way to stop a while loop. So at the end of the while loop, I would just copy the same input and I would paste it as the last line within your while loop. A few advantages to our while loops, well, it allows for your dynamic iterations. So unlike for loops, which require knowing the number of times you want to loop, while loops adapt. 
and you don't need to know how many times because it's while true. They also allow for user interaction and finally real-time data processing. So when dealing with data streams or real-time inputs, while loops can continuously process data as it's arriving in real time. All right, pretty cool. Finally, close your eyes again because I'm gonna give you guys one more final example. Imagine you wanted to make a countdown clock. Well, that's quite easy actually. What we could do is you could say like countdown equals five. While countdown is greater than zero, print off countdown and the current countdown number and then take your variable minus equal one. Every time your loop runs, it's gonna go five, four, three, two, one, blast off. Experiment with loops. This whole week, you should be taking everything you learned from week one. And this is gonna further your understanding from the first week and then it's gonna introduce these core fundamental concepts of loops. Experiment with these loops, play around with them, because going into week three, you're gonna need these ideas. Let's talk about a few questions that I get asked. So how do for loops differ from while loops? Well, if you missed it, right, for loops iterate or go through a sequence of item, whereas a while loop executes as long as a condition remains true. And yes, you can nest loops within each other. And this is really useful when dealing with multi-dimensional data structures or you have like complex algorithms. And loops are not only exclusive to Python. Every programming language has loops. That's why it's a core fundamental, not just of Python, but of programming in general. You need to also ask yourself how to avoid infinite loops because we do not want those as developers. Infinite loops occur when a loop's termination condition is never met. So you need to prevent this. To do this, Ensure the condition becomes false. So that's why you need to look at how you're designing your loops. You could also look into the Python break statement, but use it wisely. All right, guys, that was kind of today's episode. In today's episode, I explored the significance of the two loops in Python. By mastering the art of repeating code through loops, you've already taken a pretty significant step towards becoming a proficient Python developer. We've covered types of loops, their applications, and I've tried to give you a few examples. Well, that's all for now. Hey guys, remember, first link in the description, I have made you guys a handcrafted Python guide. Go swing by and grab yourself a copy. I will see you guys in the next episode of PyPod Chronicles. Until then.